Okay, so I've got good news and bad news. Good news, I did it. I managed to complete Enigmarch, uh, which is a puzzle challenge where I created a puzzle every day for all 31 days in March. Bad news, I'm now done with puzzles forever. Yeah, sorry. So instead, this is just a nature podcast now. So breathe deep and relax to the sound of nature. Whoa, okay. Wow, seriously. Fine, you know what? That's enough nature. Puzzles it is. Hello and welcome to Braindrop Puzzles, a show that is still about puzzles, riddles, mysteries, and games. I'm your host, Brian Hobbs. Last time I shared some puzzles from other puzzle designers in the Enigmarch Challenge, so you'll get those solutions here shortly. But for this kind of part two episode, I'll share three more puzzles from the challenge. Once again, three different authors, although uh, one will be repeat. But if you count the solutions, it's still six different Enigmarch participants on this episode. I guess seven if you include me, but none of the puzzles are mine this time. So let's get to it, shall we? Solution... One. <laughs> Fake Town. This one was by Sarah Wilson. So, while traveling in Fake Town, you learn something quite interesting from your tour guide, and it is this. People who live in the western half of town always tell the truth. People who live in the eastern half always lie. So, after hearing the following statements from two people who live on the opposite sides of Fake Town, can you figure out which person is the liar? Yeah. I grew up believing that people from the other side of town never lie, and so far, experience has shown that to be mostly true. Sorry, what's the question? Oh, do I lie? Uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I lie. A lot. I mean, who doesn't, though, am I right? So the question was, which person was the liar? The answer is that the tour guide is the liar. It's kind of a gotcha puzzle that's masquerading as one of those liar truth-teller ones. So, but it becomes pretty clear as you play with the statements that it doesn't really seem to conform to that idea. For example, no one can ever say that they lie if they only tell the truth or only lie. So, for the question, who is the liar, you have to back up a little and see who all the options are, and it must be the tour guide who told you that nonsense to begin with. Nathan from Saskatchewan, Canada, got this one. It's Canada. I am aware of that. Solution two. What's his name? This one was by Mark Larson. My setup was to tell you that my name is Brian, but who would I be if I was the king of the beasts? So his name is Mark Larson. And we have a list of things. We'll go through them one at a time. He's Mark Larson, but who would he be if he were a grassy recreational area? Park Larson. In the movie Jaws, Shark Larson. Sought out by Indiana Jones, Ark Larson. The Golden Gate Bridge or the Statue of Liberty, for example. Landmark Larson. A king or queen. Monarch Larson. Or in Game of Thrones. Stark Larson. So you were to see if you could figure out what word you could pull out of that. 
And so you ended up with Park, Shark, Ark, Landmark, Monarch, Stark. The first letter of each answer spells out Psalms. It's one of my favorite books. Uh, we got a few correct answers on that one. Uh, Rain from California was, I think, the first one to send in uh, the complete solution. All right, so, and then Mark also threw in a couple of others that don't lead to the final word, so I'll just run through those real quick. From Southern Missouri, Ozark Larson, a dog, Bark Larson, a subatomic particle, Quark Larson, a particularly snide comment, Snark Larson, and a dirty informant, Nark Larson. All right, that was a pretty fun one. Who would I be, though, if I built Chichen Itza? Mayan Hobbs. Who would I be if I was a pepper? Cayenne Hobbs. Who would I be if I told you I had an award-winning podcast? I'd be Lion Hobbs. Solution three. Locked out. Finally, the lateral thinking puzzle from Helen B. Fred had been out to the shops and now cannot find his house key. He has searched his car, his pockets, and all his bags, but there is no sign of it. He doesn't have any copies of the key, and no friends or neighbors have a key to his house. He left no windows open, and has not broken or lockpicked anything to get into his house or climbed in through the chimney. All doors were locked when he left, and he lives alone. Yet, he is now happily sitting in his own home, drinking a coffee. How did he get in? I tried this one out with my kids this time. Did somebody else unlock it? Nope. Does it involve anybody else? Uh, nope. Did he hide it somewhere and knew it was there all along? No, he does. He still, at this point, still hasn't found it. If at the end of the puzzle, still hasn't found it. Did he get in by like get, getting like sawing it open? No, he didn't have to break anything or or anything like that. Was there a way into the basement and then... No. Was there like a secret door? Nope, no secret doors. <laughs> did he call workers? Did he call workers? Nope, he uh, did not have to call anyone else or do anything like that. Or something Does like that. it matter what kind of house he had? Uh, nope, it, uh, just assume a pretty regular house. It could be our house. Did you say anything else? Um, other than the a key? Yeah. No. He didn't use anything else. Did he have another key? Uh, that he could? Did he have two keys, or did he, or did he only have one? He only had one. We'll we'll just say he only has one key. Yeah. Is there any way you can open it besides using the key? Um, no. Did he make a new house? Did he make a new house? No, he did not. He kept his old house. Does it matter what kind of person he was? No, just a regular old guy. Were there any cracks he went through? No cracks. Did he use anything to get in? Yes, he did use something to get in. Was it small? <laughs> yeah, uh, smallish. Was it a fingernail? No, not a fingernail. Was it Was it a bright color or was it a dull color? <laughs> well, I guess it could be either one. 
um, but probably a, a sort of a dull color. Is he sitting inside his house, or is he sitting outside his house, and he just has some coffee out there? Yep, he's sitting inside, yeah, inside the house. Was there a crack in, like, the house, and he could, like, he could pull it up and then go there and just crack it back down? Nope. No cracks. That is what he said. Did he use paper that he had in his pockets? Oh, I got it. Nope. Was there somebody inside the house that opened it for him? Uh, nope. This, and he lives alone, and, and there was no one else in the house either. Was there something in the house that helped him? Uh, no. Did he find out what what you can do if you're locked in your outside on his phone did he do this find out something on his phone no did anyone steal the key and then he pickpocketed them let's just say as far as him losing the key we don't know at this point as he's sitting and drinking this coffee we don't know where it is was there a key that uh was similar enough to unlock the door but uh but it wasn't the same key. Uh, no, there was not a different key. Was it metal? Yes, it was a metal. He used something metal to open the door. Was it a key? Yes, he used a key. Was it the same key? Yep, he used the same key to open the door. So what have you not understood? Does he have a copy of it? No, he doesn't have a copy. It's the same key. Did he leave it inside? Oh, I got it. I think that you may be on to it. Did he, was he able to unlock the door and then he lost it inside his house? Yes, that's, that's correct. That is what happened. You, you made the assumption that he, you know, I mean... <laughs> then how did he get in if it wasn't so he, so he got home from the shops. He unlocked the key. Or he unlocked the door and then later lost the key. So he's already at home when he's lost the key. And now he's checked his house or he's checked everywhere, checked his pockets, checked the car. But he's just stuck at home. But he's lost his key. He's lost it in his house. Yeah. He lost it in his house, probably not out of his house. We did the puzzle. Okay, thanks again to Sarah, Mark, and Helen for letting me share those puzzles. Now, here are three more also from Enig March. They all have a kind of magical theme in a way. Puzzle one. Yay! Paradise Loss. This one's by Ryan Berry. I shared uh, one of his a couple of weeks ago. Here's a nice logic puzzle he made for Day 25 Chance. You have two ordinary six-sided dice. When you roll them together, they can produce any sum from 2 to 12. Now, you also have a magical eraser that can erase the pips or the dots from the dice. Now, it's a highly useful tool, obviously. You can just imagine all of the uses for such a device, uh, like uh, cheating at dice. And yeah, that's about all I got at the moment. But hey, you're eager to try it out, and you want to erase as many pips from these dice as possible while still being able to roll them and produce any sum from 2 to 12. Also, your eraser can never erase all of the dots from any one side. 
because that is dangerous magic. The space-time continuum still reeling from the last time someone tried that. So anyway, how many pips can you erase from these two dice, leaving at least one on each side, and still be able to produce every sum 2 through 12 when you roll both together? Puzzle 2 Spell Shrek. This one is by Kirk D'Amato, uh, an LA-based writer, voice actor, puppeteer, also a cake from outer space. So yeah, he had a lot of fun creative puzzles, some good ones with emojis, but I think if I tried to share any of those on the podcast, it would not work out. I do not know what an audio emoji is, but anyway, the, uh, the one that I've got here is charming. So here it is. Any word wizard can turn a witch into a watch, or a poker into a joker. But what about the ultimate feat, making Shrek become timid? Excuse me. Now remember, you can only change one letter at a time, and each step in the process must spell out a word. So again, how do you make Shrek, S-H-R-E-K, become Timid, T-I-M-I-D. Puzzle three. We have chosen to refrain from speaking as it pertains to the subject of Bruno. All right, this last one is from someone who goes by uh, December Next on Twitter. Lots of, well, Instagram as well. Lots of nicely designed puzzles that look good, too, but not that you'll know by listening to this. But anyway, this one was for Day 7 Translate. You're supposed to figure out the Disney song from the mistranslated titles. He had 11 of them, but I'll pick out six here. My title with Bruno is sort of a nod to the kind of translating happening here. All right, so number one, Permit It to Pass from the movie Jellid. Number two, A Completely Novel Planet, from The Thief Prince. Number three, Remain a Visitant, from Pulchritude and Frank McCoy. Number four, Peculiar Newcomers Such as Myself, from The Simeon Gent. Number five, Impoverished Jinxed Numa, from The Lilliputian Nereid. <laughs> Number six, Lofty Rake from Ivory Blizzard. Let me go through them one more time. Number one, Permit It to Pass from the movie Jellid. Number two, A Completely Novel Planet from The Thief Prince. Number three, Remain a Visitant from Pulchritude and Frank McCoy. Number four, Peculiar Newcomers Such as Myself from the Simeon Gent. Number five, Impoverished Jinxed Numa, from the Lilliputian Nereid. I do not know if I'm pronouncing any of that right. That's okay. Number six, Lofty Rake, from Ivory Blizzard. Okay, that is it for this week. You can go to the website, braindroppuzzles.com, to get a refresher on this week's puzzles. You can send in your answers, share a favorite puzzle, or tell me something about Bruno. It's technically not talking if you send an email. By sending an email to puzzles at braindroppodcast.com. 
Special thanks to all of the Enigmarch puzzle authors who let me share their puzzles. You can find more of their puzzles by checking uh, the show notes. You can also check out enigmarch.com for more puzzles. Please consider rating and reviewing. All right, thanks for listening. I'm your host, Brian Hobbs. I mean, maybe if we just went a little more minimal on the nature sounds. Okay, so let's try this. Here is the beautiful and soothing sound of the wingbeat of a Eurasian wren. <laughs>